Hey guys, welcome back to Dads at Drink. It's Friday night, not Saturday this week. We got everyone together. I think a couple of us are a little sick, but we're going to push through this because we want to get the show out. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about the halftime show at the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the new XFL that starts on Sunday. Talk a little bit about the coronavirus. We're going to talk about a candle that smells like a vagina and is sold out on its website. And not only that, but it goes for $75. We're also going to talk just about life in general, what's been going on with our jobs, but let's get right into it. My co-host, Jeff, he's here again. He's going to talk to you all and give you all of his thoughts on life. And we also have my other host, Chris. He's feeling a little under the weather, but he decided to push through. So we're going to go with it. So guys, welcome to the show. So what up? first up on the show tonight, what first up on the show tonight, let's talk about this Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, it, it caused a lot of uh, controversy, I would say. Not only did it cause a lot of controversy, but I think that a lot of different people had a lot of different ideas about it. This one, to me, seemed like the most kind of contested Super Bowl show in quite a while. So it was Shakira and J-Lo. They brought in some reggaeton singers. They brought in a lot of Caribbean sounds. Uh, what did you guys think about the show, first off, just overall? Jeff? Uh, gut reaction, I did not like it at all. Okay. But I can understand the people that did. I mean, you have a couple of half-naked girls, and, you know, they're Latin, hot. I understand that part. But just as a performance show, singing, F-. minus. Okay. Chris, what do you think? Chris, you there? Oh, I didn't watch this in I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the Super Bowl at all. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> it, compared to a lot of the... Uh, I like no idea what you guys are talking about. Compared to Shakira and Jayla, give them the breakdown there. All right, so here we go. We we got Shakira here. Let's move into where we bring uh, J Lo on to. Well, I brought it right on the stage. That was the biggest part of the controversy. They said that uh, there was a little too much shaking. That that the Super Bowl was uh, a fan. I saw some things on the internet that said that the Super Bowl was a family show. How dare they put this kind of stuff on there? Uh, I, I didn't really understand those arguments. Um, but if you look at a lot of the different uh, halftime shows that we've had, this is not the worst. You know, it was years ago, but Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson had the costume malfunction. We got nowhere near that this year. So does anyone think that this controversy that we're talking about, and I, I think it was a controversy. I could be wrong, but the way I read the crowd about this was that they felt that this wasn't appropriate for the Super Bowl. Uh, they're just dancing and singing. Yeah. So, hey, hey, Chris, uh, J Lo did some pole dancing for real. Hell yeah! Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Why are yeah. people offended by that? So, so Shakira uh, started. Shakira opened up with like two or three of her songs. Latin. She looked actually. I thought I think Shakira did better than J Lo. J Lo's not a good singer. She's a performer dancer. But and then well, J Lo so came we'll, on. We'll and, go back to her a little bit while you're talking yeah. about it. We'll go back to Shakira. Yeah, but Shakira started off good. I, I like Shakira's portions way better than J-Lo's. J-Lo just came out. She was risque, which 
for adult men, like, yeah, I get it. She looked good, all that good stuff. But as a family, like you're saying, Dustin, a family deal. And I think the people at the Super Bowl, you have all ages and groups of people there. I think that's what people were upset about. I didn't hear a whole lot about that on my social media. It was about 50-50 people said they loved it. 50% said they, they hated it. Now, when they said they hated it, though, Jeff, did they say they hated it because of who was actually singing or because they thought it wasn't proper to put at the Super Bowl? Um, probably more in who was, who was singing, who they were. It wasn't, I don't think, more or about uh, was it appropriate to do that. I think that was kind of a norm because most people talked to were much either single, single older men or girls. seemed like a lot of women actually liked the Latin, the Latin feel of it. Yeah, I, I I thought it was an okay show. There's been better, there's been worse. I didn't think it was bad by any means at all. And I really didn't think that it was uncalled for or anything like that. I, I think that we've seen, like I said, with Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson, I think we've seen way worse during the Super Bowl. And you know what? Maybe I'm gonna be harsh. F minus just I, I was you know, I was like, give me some good rock and roll, give me a good a good singing band that everyone can kind of relate to. Um not that they were terrible, you know, not nothing like that. I just wanted to see something different. And that's more or less my, my views on it. I just want to see something different. Uh, Chris, wait, I know you didn't wait, watch wait, it. Wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get this right. Okay. You wanted to see rock and roll mm -hmm. and all the other stuff, which they show almost every year. But then you want to see something different? Well, something different from what they did. Something different from what they did. What? Yeah. Just me, man. <laughs> I, first of all, I don't watch the Super Bowl. I'm lost. I don't watch the Super Bowl from halftime show. Y'all are y'all. True, true. Let me ask a question. 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 Who was, who was actually doing all this complaining? Like, was it like suburbia Americans complaining, or was it just like just just in social media posts the, the and internet? things like that? So yeah. no, no one in particular. Bro. Bro, no one gives a fuck about this. Like honestly, like <laughs> y'all people kill me. People kill me. <laughs> Zero. It's yeah, secure and Jello. Like who cares? Like like suburbia america is only motherfuckers complaining about this shit who cares they're You're shaking right. our ass yeah. look at the little dress who, yeah. who cares so high honestly, five, high five hear, Jesus. they look good i didn't hear hey chris i didn't hear anything about the complaints dustin might have looked something up but all i got was across my facebook feed i didn't know there was necessarily a controversy publicly about it so, well yeah. and let me go into that a little more so i saw one post on like twitter i think that said that um how dare you put this on the Super Bowl? And then Hollywood tries to tell us who to vote for and how we should raise our families when they do things like this during the Super Bowl. Oh, As in controversy, like, you know, it's going to end the world. No, not a controversy like that. But, you know, I, I did see that, that you got some strong, um, some strong reactions from some people uh, more than I had heard with like Lady Gaga or um, any of the other <coughs> that, that have showed up to the halftime Super Bowl show, even wow. you know, when, when they did Nelly, they did Justin Timberlake, Janet Jackson. And even with the Janet Jackson costume uh, mishap, I didn't really hear anyone griping about that one. Bro, it's, it's, 
It's the Super Bowl in Miami where the Latino population outdoes the white and black. Oh, yeah. Population. I understand why they did it. So, yes, they will. They're going to do some Latin dancers. Yeah. They're going to throw some Latin singers out there. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. There's other shit going on in the world. Who cares? <laughs> it's just a halftime. Y'all motherfuckers give too much energy to shit. Like, holy shit. It's, I, I, don't, I don't see how that's controversy. I really don't. I don't, I, I don't get it. Like, as if the same people who are complaining about that will literally go take their kids to go watch a fucking rated R movie while they some guys head get blown off and be like, oh, this this movie's a little bit violent for for family. Yeah, no shit, dumbass. That's what you to a rated R movie. Like, it, who cares? Yeah. It's we're, we're all it's we're Jalen all and Shakira, bro. Okay, that that is true. Yeah, stop being a hypocrite. Watch the movie. Watch the halftime show. Be entertained for what was that? Fourteen minutes. I'm going with your life. Jesus. So, so talking talking about the Super Bowl, uh, let's move into the next topic, and that's the XFL that's getting ready to start tomorrow. Now, we have a local team in the Dallas area. Uh, there's a couple of teams uh, all over. You know, I, I think I'm not sure on the total number. Jeff, do you know the total number on the XFL teams? Yeah, eight, eight teams total. There's kind of two different divisions. There's um, the Dallas Renegades. Okay. The Houston Roughnecks, the Los Angeles Wildcats, okay. the Seattle Dragons, and that's that's one league. I, I have the Roughnecks. And then the other league, or I don't know if it's north, south, east, west, whatever it is, D.C. Defenders, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Tampa Bay Vipers. And that's uh, it. So what are, what are we thinking? They, they tried this before. They've tried the, uh, the XFL before. Um, they, they've tried to have this, you know, it was when it was under, uh, WWF, they tried to bring this out and it, I would say failed miserably, um, when they did this, <laughs> what makes it different this time? Is it under McManigan? No, not this time. Is, is it under McManigan? Is it the same? No, running it? no, not this time. This actually right here, the guy that's talking is the commissioner and CEO. It's like a sap. Oh, that's Holy Andrew shit. Luck's dad. That's uh, uh, Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, shit. He was more recently, I think, the uh, uh, athletic director at West Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. And so, w what do we think brings this back? Because, like I said, the first time this happened, it failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I don't, I don't know. know man. You know, you I mean, have like a, your arena football league, right? That's a tough one. What's the yeah. attraction for it? I think football is just grown up rules so much. The same as NFL, or yeah. like. Well, so right now, what we're showing is these are like all of the announcement commercials for the teams. Um, I I think they're trying to get you know when they when they promoted this, they said that there was like all kinds of triple option throws and 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 i saw people responding back on social media saying like uh what the hell are you talking about they could do that in the nfl what makes the xfl any yeah. different what i think the xfl will do though because it. if you look at arena football xfl anything that's kind of i guess you would say minor league uh football you got to kind of come up with gimmicks to make it last more than college. Is it going to be like the D League or some shit? Say that again. 
Say that again, Chris. Is it like the D League or some shit? Like I don't. I don't no. Like I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting what you. I'm getting what you're I saying. Like, it is, is it going to be like the D League for the NFL? Like, are they going to be connected somehow? Well, go I ahead, Jeff. So. I don't think so. Maybe not. But I think inadvertently it will serve as a D League, not directly tied in. I was. I printed this off. There's a lot of different rule changes. So, Dustin, you just said something about a gimmicky. I do think they're going to have some gimmicks in here. Um, a lot of the kicking rules are different that I'm looking at. Um, where they start, if a ball goes oh, out of bounds, it's placed at 45 yard line. <laughs> so, um, say that one one more time, Jeff. In different uh, double forward pass rules, uh, clock changes, like it is going to be a lot different than just the standard NFL. And I think it's going to be um, entertaining. It seems like they're really trying to build it to be entertaining. Yeah, and I, I think that's more what it is than anything. Now, I noticed that they did bring back a couple of uh, old NFL quarterbacks that are playing. Uh, Bob Stoops is the coach for Dallas. Um, they're, yep. I mean, they're bringing some <coughs> – They're bringing in some high-powered uh, names. Sure. Uh, you know, because I really think they're trying to to make this last uh, or even make their mark. But, you know, and when you look at it, I don't know why it wouldn't survive. Because if you look at season tickets, they start at like 20 to $25 per home game, which isn't bad. I mean, I think I think you're looking at like six home games, seven home games. That's That's not a bad you know, 120 bucks to spend to get a, you know, season tickets. Because if you're looking at like Dallas Cowboys, you're, you can't sit on the roof of the stadium for that. Right. No, I think, you know what, I think it's going to get good quality football players too. The people that don't make it NFL or maybe they get kicked off or they're right there on the cusp, they're undrafted free agent or they're, they can't make a team. I think they're going to go to this league and I think it's going to be a lot of good quality players that can prove how good they are. And I think, like what Chris was saying, are they tied in NFL? I think it's going to definitely have impact on one another as far as developing players and serving as that after college kind of all. You know how baseball has a lot of different leagues. I think yeah. football is almost trying to model itself like some of the farm system in baseball and independent leagues and semi pro and different things like that. So it's probably kind of more along those lines. Well, and if you look at like baseball, when we talk about like, the D leagues or the farm leagues in baseball, you, you know, in this area, we have the Grand Prairie air hogs. You've got the Frisco rough riders. You got uh, the Tulsa drillers up in Oklahoma. And people think that because they play for these teams that they're not making uh, very good money, but those guys are signing million dollar contracts. I mean, they're, yeah. I, I'm not saying that's everybody that's playing, but, uh, but some of those guys are signing million dollar minor league contracts and they're getting brought up to the majors or maybe push down for a little while after they try it out in the majors and don't do that great. I think this is a really good idea because I've said it before in the NFL, you're looking at guys that when they get out of college, they're not given a hundred percent. They made it to the NFL. And I think that they start kind of whining about what they have to do and all those kind of things. I think this puts that thing right back there not college football, but it makes them work at that 100% to maybe push up into the NFL or maybe to get another look. I'll tell you who's the most threatened by this, I bet, is the Canadian Football League. Canadian Football League's had a lot of tradition and long-term success. I can see how this would almost directly impact the players there 
and how the XFL might affect them more than the NFL. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Chris, what do, what do you think about uh, the XFL coming in here? Uh, no one cares unless Tom Brady ends up on it. Yeah, but that that's never going to happen. I mean, that, if Tom I mean, Brady like ends up on it, which will be kind of fucking funny that he, who knows, who knows, you never know. <laughs> what NFL team wants Tom Brady as a free agent? You're right. If you can't find a team, you're like, then like, yo, yo, Tom, we'll put you as a starter of of the Tampa Vipers. <laughs> I, I, oh, although maybe Tampa that could make him like just pay him to be the president and make it feel legit. Uh, I, now that's oh shit that that's yeah, not a crazy I mean, idea. I mean, if he can't play anymore, yeah. give him a business role. If you're if you're the face of that league, that's instant credit. They'd probably pay him millions of dollars to do that when he retired. Run the whole league. You're the, but you're do the they league. even have millions to pay? Oh, I I, I think that this do is they even this have time. To pay? Yeah, I think that this time, um, when it was when it was the WWF, if I understood it right, they were kind of umbrellaed underneath Vince McMahon and everything that was going on with WWF. So it was kind of their money. Now this is independent owners though, right? And they were partnered actually with NBC. So it started with WWF partnered or WWF, WWE partnered with NBC. And that's how it started. And then even back in 2017, Vince McMahon still owned a lot of their naming rights to different things. It says 2017 ESPN documentary, uh, this was the XFL. McMahon openly misused, or mused, excuse me, about um, it starting back up. This company, who he had, the Alliance of American Football, started up first to beat the XFL to the punch. And they actually went, it says, while the league was able to launch a year earlier, it went bankrupt before hey, give me one second to talk. Uh, and twice lost its major investors. So they tried to come back before the XFL, and they couldn't make it work financially. Yeah, and, you know, I think that – I think that just a lot of – I think that just a lot of the stuff that the XFL did with this first go around with Vince McMahon and all, I think that they just, they were going for a gimmicky too, but they were going for a wrestling gimmick. Yes. You know, they wanted to give all the guys uh, nicknames in the back of their jerseys instead of their real names. And oh, they, is that how um, He Hate Me came about? Yeah, yeah. He was the one that played for <laughs> Las Vegas. And so you had all this, and what everyone and, – and what I like is that they haven't lied about this going into uh, this new XFL uh, or or presented it in the wrong way. I don't think they have but presented it in a way where people think that it's going to be, you remember that arcade game NFL blitz? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Dope. So I think that when that first XFL came out, that's what people thought it was going to be about was, um, you know, blitz and, and the whistle would get blown and people would get tackled and late hits and, and fights on the field and all that kind of stuff. And when that didn't happen, people had a bad taste in their mouth and kind of walked away from, the XFL. So I think this time they're trying to present it by bringing Bob Stoops in, by bringing those old quarterbacks in. I think that they're really trying to uh, 
make it legit and seem legit when people go to it by telling them, look, it's not the NFL, but we think we've got some pretty high caliber players and it should be pretty entertaining for the people that are coming to see it. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, look, I, I was just reading something interesting. Let me, if you don't mind, I know. Yeah, go ahead. But it talks about the kickoffs, and I was reading it said, experimenting, but it said that the spot of the kickoff will be set at the kicking team's 25-yard line. The NFL and college standards, the 35-yard line. However, members of the kicking team, excluding the kicker, will line up at the receiving team's 35-yard line, and blockers on the receiving team must line up at their own 30-yard line. They're going to be lined up five yards apart. Only the kicker and the returner can move until the ball is either caught or three thick. So only the kicker, they're going to put the defenders or the blockers and defenders five yards from each other, and they can't move until someone catches the ball. That's pretty crazy. That sounds gay. That's <laughs> boring. That is pretty crazy, but here's the thing. The, the only problem that I see with that is you have people – you know, they'll be lined up, but as soon as someone touches that ball, they're within like five yards of them. So I guess it's supposed to mimic where they hit on a normal kickoff <laughs> without the impact. And something about player safety and crap. Yeah, so well, – That's the whole purpose of football. Like, I want to see hits, not – Right. These motherfuckers do love taps. Like, that's just – that's weird. Yeah, that is pretty weird. I, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I really want to try it out, though. I, I liked it when the WWF brought it. I think that it had a lot of problems when the WWF uh, did it, but I would like to see um, – I would like to see this succeed. Just to – even if it's just to fill that gap between college football, NFL, and, the you know, the season. Because <laughs> once this – uh, season's over, we should be getting into spring ball and, you know, everyone's talking about the rank, uh, yeah. you know, AP polls and stuff like that. So that should fill that void. And I, I really hope it works out, um, yeah. especially yeah, in this cool. area, because if it does work out, I, I wouldn't mind buying season tickets for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it would be nice to go to football games in the spring around here because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. I think that would be the perfect time to go uh, watch yeah. these football games. And you can still see some quality football, and it's still entertaining. So I, I'm, I'm down with football 24-7-365, so I'm good with that. Yeah. So let's move on to the next thing that we were going to talk about. And um, I want to talk about some of the stuff that was in the news this week. And um, it's, it's some crazy stuff. So let's bring up this first one. And, and it's a, a Florida traffic stop where they stopped a man that had a bag in his car that actually was titled bag full of drugs. When they made the stop and they looked through the car, they found this bag and they found 75 grams of methamphetamine, 1.36 kilograms of GHB, one gram of cocaine, 3.6 grams of fentanyl and 15 MDA tablets and drug paraphernalia in the car in a bag that said bag full of drugs. I, I don't get how are, are we. Do you think this guy was just thinking, like, if I put it in here, it'll be funny and no one would ever look in there because I'm hiding it in plain sight? No, it was uh, – this guy's from Florida, and we expect things from people like this <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> I actually said something similar when I heard it. I said, uh, where did this happen? Florida, right? Yep, okay, that explains a little bit of it. Yeah, 
uh, I, uh, it says Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. So um, I'm not exactly sure where that's at, but this picture on here shows all of the stuff. I mean, the, the guy had a pretty <coughs> good amount. Now, how he fit all that in that bag, I don't think that happened because um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff there. If, if you look at it, it, it's like this thing right here, this green thing. I don't know where that's going to fit in that bag. <laughs> So I, you know, I I don't know, but I I thought that's a, it was, that's a lot of that's a lot of that's a, like a full service pharmacy right there. Yeah. So what was funny though was that after they do this uh, on a Facebook post, the sheriff wrote, "Note to self: Do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bags labeled bag full of drugs. Uh, our canines can read." <laughs> I I I think that that's pretty good that that they came out there and they they made the the Facebook post and everything. I think this is starting to be kind of a thing that I don't know whether I like it or not though. Um, it is so social media is playing an unusual role in in law enforcement. It's pretty interesting, but it's I guess it's a business like nobody else's. I mean, look at like Waterbirds doing and stuff. You just it's very um, it is very different. It's a different perspective. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know whether it's to, to get people's attention, if it's to show that they're out there, I, I don't know what it's for. And I don't really know how I feel about Facebook posts from the sheriff and Twitter posts from the sheriff and, and different things like that. I think kind of do the job and, and let's move forward. But I thought it was pretty funny when I was looking through the news and stuff that I saw this guy um, and, and he got caught. It, it doesn't show now. The only thing that I wish this article showed was uh, what the guy actually looked like. I just wanted to see. Uh, I, I wanted to see what this guy actually looked like, uh, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So, well, you know what? I looked up Santa Rosa County, and it seems to be really close to Alabama, which would explain oh. even more. <laughs> yeah. That guy might not even have been a Florida resident. He might have been a Alabama yeah. resident just going across. But really, uh, you have to be arrogant. Uh, oh, here, let me let me see this. Uh, one of my, one of my producers handed this to me. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, there he is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that that uh, that yeah. I, this is my I, buddy. Yeah, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I I just thought it was a pretty funny story. Uh, he was also going 25 miles an hour over the speed limit. That's the other fella. That's my other buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, so were they in the car together? Because I don't have yeah. any of that in my story. They were nice. in the car together, yeah. Nice. Uh, but they were also doing 25 miles an hour over the speed limit. Maybe How slow stupid, down. though. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe slow down, drive the speed limit. Don't put it in a bag called bag full of drugs. There's there's so many things that they could have done well, to Well, they tried to be like reverse psychology on a cop or a person like – Backful of drugs. Oh, that's funny. There's no way that's a backful of drugs. Yeah, oh. but here's the thing. We're talking about the Florida Highway Patrol. Those guys aren't dicking around out there. Th that's a trooper. I, I mean, no kidding, right? Yeah, they're so, already looking for that stuff anyway. Yeah, especially down in there, going back and forth across the border. So, I don't know. I just thought that one was pretty funny. Now, this is the article that I wanted to talk about all week, and Gwyneth Paltrow has a new candle out. Uh, that is, this smells like my vagina candle. Uh, I've actually brought it up on the screen 
Um, it is a $75 candle. And it smells like geranium, citrusy bergamot, cedar, uh, damask rose, ambrette. What the fuck is going on? Did it have, it didn't have fish on there? No, you know what? I made that joke to one of my buddies. I said they, they couldn't get one that would like smelled like a, like a roadside shrimp. Uh, so $75, it's sold out. Chris, Chris, tell us about it. You seem to know most about the sin of vagina. What? What? Do you what? Think? No, man, that's not. I, you that's know good. your vagina sins, I'm sure. Bro, I, I don't even know what to even say to that. Like, <laughs> that's a good gimmick, I'm sure. It's, I mean, I don't. I'm speechless on that one. So we had uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. This is her company, Goop. Uh, and I actually have where Gwyneth Paltrow uh, was talking about this. Now, I'm, I'm going to uh, play this uh, interview with her and uh, Seth Myers that she had the other night. Um, and it, it is really crazy <clears throat> to me. So I want you to hear why they named it this. Uh, she gives kind of her reason behind it. I also want to ask you uh, about a new product. Uh, Goop released a product this week. It got a lot of attention. It's already yeah. sold out. Mm -hmm. I would love you to explain it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a candle. Yeah. And um, so it's called This Smells Like My Vagina. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so it sort of started as a joke. We were, I was with the nose Douglas Little at, for his brand Heretic, and we were kind of messing around. And uh, I smelled this beautiful thing, and I was like, "This smells like my vagina." <laughs> right. And Who the fuck I was says that? kidding, obviously. Um, <laughs> and we were on mushrooms, and no, we, were, we were on mushrooms. Uh, we were, we were, yeah. But yeah. um, so then it actually became kind of a funny thing where it was a really funny to us. Yeah. Um, but also a little bit punk rock and, you know, I mean, I think women, uh, a lot of us have grown up feeling certain degrees of shame around our body or whatever. So this is just a little bit of a, you know, subversive candle for all of us out there. And I have to <laughs> uh, uh, tip my cap to the marketing of it because I will say in my entire life, uh, I've never heard more people say, have you heard about this candle? <laughs> There's a new candle, have you heard? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, in hearing her say that, to me, I don't think that she's joking about some of it. I think she's being completely serious, uh, where she says we were on mushrooms and things like that. Like, who says that and then goes through with it? Uh, rich people. Right. Yeah. But I'm glad that you said that, because one of my uh, people that I really like in the world, and I, this is going to be a big reveal here, uh, Martha Stewart. Uh, has come out and said something about this. Uh, and I actually um, brought her interview up where they're talking to her about this going on. And she seemed to have kind of a problem with Gwyneth Paltrow and was saying kind of the same thing that uh, is being said by you, Chris, that, you know, dumb people do that. Uh, they make that kind of... Um, uh, product or sell it or people that that just have too much money on their hands so i want to play this real quick 
Well, now she got about, more money if she's charging seventy five dollars a goddamn candle. And it's sold Jesus. out. It's sold out on the on the website. So I, I want to play Martha Stewart talking about it real quick. Candle. It's kind of genius. Smells like my vagina, and it's well, you know, sold out. I'm sure it's sold out. I mean, she she does um, that kind of irritating. Re, you know, she she's trying to she's trying to zhuzh up the public to listen to her. Okay. And that's great. I mean, let her do her thing. Okay. And um and I I, I wouldn't buy that candle. Right. <laughs> you, so to be clear, you don't want the yeah. candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> what does it say about America that they that the candle is now sold out? I think it's not America. I think it's a lot of guys who are horny. Okay, <laughs> horny guys are buying that candle hilarious okay so do you agree okay so after seeing that with martha stewart who kind of you know says what we need in our houses how we make our food all that kind of stuff and has been around forever with her saying that and i don't think she's saying it as a prude like of the martha stewart that people knew before she went to prison and stuff i mean she hangs out with snoop dogg smokes weed she has a baking show with him it's not like she doesn't do things to attract a younger crowd and stuff i think she's exactly right i think it's a dumbass marketing idea to get people to come to her site and buy those things. And I think she's right. I don't know of any woman, not my wife. I, Jeff, I don't think your wife, Chris, I don't know <laughs> your wife that would buy a candle that was called, this smells like my vagina. No. I don't think no. it matters if people are buying it though, man. I mean, honestly. But I think people she's have capitalism at her best. She's got to get on me. We're going to go with this joke. We're going to buy this out because I think I saw a clip of them really like drinking mushroom tea along her, um, her crew. So they really were shrooming out to get, I guess, to their deeper connection, if you will. And I do think a lot of weird stuff came out. A lot of the shirts on their website have very unusual names. They have a, uh, a dildo holder type necklace. Uh, there's a lot of this, um, I guess, extreme feminism and, and, and being in touch with your body and it's okay to not body shame and kind of empowerment, not as so much, oh, look at us. I think it's supposed to be like therapeutic, like we're going to make fun of ourselves and this is kind of what came out of it. It's, I think they're doing it from a, a joking kind of laid back place, but I don't think they depend on making that much money off of it. I, whoever's buying the candles, it's got to be a joke. But the joke's expensive. I don't know how they're going to keep selling. Okay. All right. So we're recording again. So anyway, Chris, go on about, you know, I, I you were saying that who's buying these things for $75 a piece? Like $70, man. There's a lot you can do with $70. And I ain't buying no candle. Like, I don't think I would buy a regular. I don't think I would buy a regular flavored candle for seventy five dollars. You can go to Bed Bath Beyond. You can go to Bed Bath Beyond and get a candle for like ten bucks. Five ten bucks. Why the fuck would I spend seventy dollars on a cedarwood smelling candle? Uh, it's a bergamot smelling vagina. What is bergamot? I I don't know. Does the uh, outside of the candle exactly. say it smells like vagina? Oil? Yeah, it says this candle smells. So that's like that's got to be like, oh my god, this is a good it's joke. Just a I gimmick. Just my house to look. It's just a gimmick. 
Oh, I'm going to stand out. Yeah, that's weird. But it's just but, a gimmick. That's all it is. Yeah, but I go back to the question: <laughs> even if you bought one, who would put that out in their house? Like You'd I could see, man. I could see like a single dude doing it as a joke. But I can't see anyone married or anything like that. I could see maybe like a, I don't know, a college girl or like a young professional woman or something maybe. But no one that Gwyneth Paltrow, because she's our age, that she's trying to reach is going to put that in their house. Well, can I pose this question to you, gentlemen? Could a lot of, um, I don't know if I'm saying the correct way, lesbians, Maybe that's a less like ooh lesbians they like no. maybe they're buying them. I don't think no. so. <laughs> Would you buy a candle for me that said this smells like my dick? Well, if, if it really smelled like yours, I would. Use it. I just, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like I don't care yeah, what the smell. Right, I don't care what the smell that came with it. Pine, uh, money, leather. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm not going to buy something like that. That's crazy to me. Scent of extra hemorrhoid cream, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ball yeah. sack I don't after get, I, practice. I think that's stupid. Yeah. I, it, I think rich people try to pull a fast one on people and the joke's on us and they're selling them like hotcakes and they're thinking people are buying this. Ha, ha. I think it's pretty but is it? But yeah. Is it, there, is it them pulling it over on anybody? Uh, the people that are buying them to a website. <clears throat> Go but ahead. Also, people buying them. Yeah, yeah, but how so? Because if they're willingly buying it and they know that it really doesn't smell like her vagina, clearly. It's okay, like Chris. That makes else. sense, and you're a smart guy, I know. But you got my point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You just cap. I just you're, think it's you're too much of a deep thinker for me. I think on the surface, you're way up. There. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I just think people are just. Which is a good gimmick. She did. She thought of a very good gimmick. Um, you know, she's famous. You know, she has fans, and she was just like, "Yo, let me see if this works." But Martha's right. You know, Gwyneth, other than Iron Man's, she hadn't done crap, so she might need some attention for some role or something. I don't well, know. Well, for a long time, she's she's relied on this Goop company. I mean, even when she uh, really has anyone seen the Chef Show on Netflix? Oh, yeah. I have seen. Yeah, okay, that's, so. Yeah. In the first season, she came on the very first show with John Favreau, and the, I can't remember the guy's name that he cooks with, but she came the on guy? there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not David Chong. Uh, it's a. It, I cannot think of the. He owns the like two or three taco. Uh, yeah, taco yeah. trucks. In, yeah, uh, yeah. Ray well, Choi. Yeah, there you go. So she came Dude, on Roy there. Choi or Ray Choi, something like that. It's something like that. But she came on there. And she told John Favreau, who was the director of Iron Man, she didn't even remember that she was in one of the Marvel movies. I, and I can't remember which one it was, but she was like, "Yeah, I don't think I was in that one." And John Favreau's like, "No, you were. You you were definitely in that movie." And she was like, "Oh, I don't remember that." So I think that her overall gimmick is that. Like, let me just say stuff to get people to go, "What?" What what is she talking about? And that makes him go buy the candle. Like when she says, oh, this smells like my vagina. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I think that's what brings the people into her. I think she just says stupid things. She's not that great of an actress. I liked her in the Marvel movies. I'm not saying she's a bad actress. She was good in Seven, but there's Do you nothing... think she can sing? Did you like her in the movie before she sang? 
what was that? Uh, you're talking about duets with uh, uh, Huey Lewis. Yeah. What do you think? I did not see that movie. Did you like the song that they did? Uh, you cruising cruising was all right. Was it? Uh, it, it cruising. <laughs> yeah, was the song? Yeah, you're right. Together? It is Roy Choi, Chris is right, and John Favreau. For that, by the way, that's it. I, I do like John Favreau's badass. By the way, he's he's got it going on. Yeah, everything I, I've said it a bunch of times on on the videos that I do and stuff. Everything he touches turns to gold. He just did the Mandalorian, awesome. Uh, every movie that he makes has a nice touch to it. Um, he it was in the Mandalorian. He's who invented it. He's who wrote it. No shit. Yeah, he was also one of the. Uh, he was also one of the Mandalorians in it. The the one that got Which in one, a the fight. Yeah, the one that got in a fight with him underneath the city uh, is John Favreau in in uniform. Hmm. Huh. Not something new every day. So, it, you know, I I don't know. I just saw this and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And then when I looked it up and it was sold out, and then someone who had heard about it had said they were going for like a hundred and fifty dollars on eBay. That's double what they are on that website. There's, I don't know. Someone's gonna buy it, man. Is this like a limited edition? They don't make anymore. No, it's still on the website. It just uh, is not. They're just sold out of it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess this is what people are doing these days. I don't know. So that's Chris, the judge. Yeah. I so it was a dude. Yeah. So Jeff, you had sent me a uh, news article from the New York Post that uh, had Kentucky judge accused of threesomes with staffers and may face impeachment. Now, if this were to happen, she is only the fourth person in Kentucky history to be impeached from their job. Now, good job, Mrs. Dwan Don Gentry. Yeah. Now, I just want to give an overall. Let's just do an overall. You can everyone can see her on their screen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's just do an. Uh, let's do a first. First impression. Okay. What do you mean? She's oh, got I wouldn't some, think she'll be into threesomes into her. And office. she has no. some giant ass ears. Like she's trying to hide them bad, but they're all poking door. out everywhere. Yeah, girl next door. See her ears in that picture. Yeah, girl next door. Goody goody innocent but she kind of has a devious smirk there is something to that i don't know what are you thinking chris uh, the fact that the judge in kentucky that's funny that does that in itself is funny is having threesomes in her office well not only right. that but she was letting one of the guys that she was having a threesome with <laughs> play his guitar uh, which was bothering in her chambers, which was she's bothering. A rock band. Yeah, yeah, she actually is. Um, it said that uh, she was hit with nine charges by the State Judicial Conduct Commission. Now, here's the funny part of it, though, is until they decide whether they're going to impeach her or not, she can still hear cases. She doesn't have to step down until they figure this out. So, I mean, does that does that affect her? her bias as a judge other than the fact she likes to be freaky in her office just 
I don't really know that it, I don't know that it changes the bias of her as a judge. It definitely <coughs> changes uh, how her courtroom, the demeanor and stuff is is appreciated by the people that are in that. I, I think it definitely uh, flaws her character. Not, I'm not saying anything that she's into threesomes and that shouldn't make her a judge or whatever. But when you take it over into your job in judges' chambers, yeah. Like oh, that, she's a family I, court judge. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay yeah that affects it okay right yeah, that's yeah and that's what i'm saying like no does it affect her judge well it does it it does affect her judgment let me say that it does affect her judgment yeah it also affects Family how court. people take that court oh. seriously or things that are done because you're oh. looking at people filing for mistrials and and everything you know what i'm saying like there's like what's the basis of the mistrial that can go wrong People like, what's the basis of the mistrial? Like, hey, the judge was uh, <laughs> letting her boyfriend jam out while I was getting the judge is, taken away. The judge was getting distracted by her uh, being stimulated by the attorney's good looks. I don't know. Yeah, so so here's her the thing. So it, it gets better. So <laughs> they say that it's, a, it's an abuse of power. Uh, it's a disregard for rule of law. Uh, and it's not what it's like. Uh, it's not what we're looking for in a judge. Now, here's where the trouble started, the article says, when she hired her band's guitar player, Stephen Penrose. You know, it always goes wrong when you hire the guitarist. <laughs> so, so if she would have hired the drummer, it would have been okay? Right. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, look at Motley Crue, man. I saw that movie, The Dirt. The drummer wasn't doing anything wrong. Man. <laughs> so so it goes on to say that Gentry and Penrose, a former, a former pastor, proceeded to use the courthouse like a swingers club. It said that they had a threesome with Gentry's secretary. It says that they also played in a band together. I don't know how that fits into the story right there. And they also propositioned an attorney for another threesome and would take extended breaks from work outside the courthouse. And, and it goes back to that original question. I think that this does speak to her morals, character, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call it. I think it speaks to all that. Oh, is there's the music no good. That's what you gotta ask. Is the music good? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it probably is that good. Um, I'm trying to find like what does she play? What you know? Oh, is there, she's definitely come on, Jeff. She's definitely the lead singer. You think? Oh, absolutely. Has to be. Ha- absolutely has to be. She's not playing saxophone. <laughs> but what if she is? Yeah, yeah, I will feel so bad. All I can think of is her being in the band like that was in Roadhouse with the uh, with the chicken wire oh, with around the, the stage. Drummer? Yeah, that that's all I can see. So, going on going on while you're looking that up. Uh four public officials have been impeached in the state's history and only two of them were convicted by the Kentucky Senate. Uh, one of those who wasn't convicted was a judge in 1916. She denied the charges, but allowed it. Now listen to this. She denied the charges about being gone and having the threesome in the courtroom and everything. But she did admit that she allowed Penrose to play the guitar in the courthouse. So at least well, I mean, it's kind of hard not to say not. She didn't do that when probably people were hearing it like, yo, what is that? That guitar playing while well, she's like in court. I think it's pretty hard to deny that you're having threesomes when you're propositioning lawyers in the courtroom. I, I think that that might be kind of hard to deny. 
True. Said that she didn't. Uh, they That's requested uh, a comment from her. She <coughs> said no. So yeah, no shit. <laughs> I thought she was gonna come out and say, "Oh yeah, I was doing this." Yeah. So Jesus, I, I don't know. Uh, here she What's is again. What's going on with people now? Actually, yeah. her job her job was specifically to give uh, children facing abuse a helping families. Say that one more time. Say again. I think it says uh, she's a let's judge tried to have sexual encounters with employees. Says she appointed to a guardian ad ad litem. A lot of panel that the state pays to give legal help. Okay, I guess she just been wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Never I, mind. I read that. I wrong. thought it was crazy. I, I thought she was crazy. She's a family court judge. That's nuts. Yeah, if I was a dad uh, who got who got fucking ripped off on child support by her, I would fucking file for mistrial. Oh, hey, you're wrong. She's the basis, bro. Oh, get out of here. At <laughs> one point, the judge even had to admit under oath that her band South of Cincy was bad and they were a terrible cover, a terrible cover band. Said Gentry, who is the basis? All right, now, all right, okay. hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we have to do a Google search. South of Cincinnati. <laughs> Hold on. Now, now we've got to do the this. The band name thing. is horrible. All right. The band name sucks. So let's go. Google uh, South of Cincy. And how do you spell how, how do you spell Cincy? C-I-C-C-I-N-C-Y. Cincy, like Cincinnati. Okay. Okay, South of Cincy ban. All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and there's a picture of her right here. Right there. That's her. You've got to be fucking kidding me. South of Cincy. Let, let me see if I can. Hold on. That's a horrible I, name for man. I, I want to see if I can find actual music. No, why would you do that? Why, why no. would you do that? No, no, no. no. We we got to hear that. I'm not. Uh, I'm not intoxicated enough to even hear that. Come on, man. Don't do all that. All right, hold on. <sighs> oh my goodness! Is everyone ready for this? Here we go. No. <laughs> the video is no longer available. They took it down. Uh, uh okay that was all my deal yeah hold on i think this is them right uh, well i don't know that looks like a bunch of old people let's see hold oh the kentucky though right south of Cincy, dawn gentry Yeah, we're gonna have to find this. No, no, actually, we don't. We really do not need to listen to this. If you ever get south, I send <laughs> at me. I don't know if this is it. Well, but I'm... that's not it, man. This guy's name is Tommy Webb. Harling but it says Eastern Kentucky. That's where she was at. Eastern Kentucky. Oh, man. That's not dumb. All right. What's her name again? One more time. Judge Dawn Gentry. 
D-A-W-N Gentry, G-E-N-T-R-Y. All right. There's a dude leading it in this picture. Down to the south of Cincy Post. Ooh, I might have to go through Facebook. Let's see. Oh, all right. Here we go. Here's a commercial by her when she was running for judge. Well, family court, families are always come first. And the most important thing is keeping them unified and keeping them together. You have to balance that. Or having three solutions. Or getting smashed out in the back chambers. What is best for the child? Each case is a case-by-case basis, so it it depends on every family because every family is different. All right. So here's the problem that I have. Right here is where that was all going on. Right here. (laughs) In this room was where that was going on. How the hell? Budget porn. How the hell are you going to do a commercial to be the judge where you're banging out threesomes and playing guitar from your shitty band right there? I, you know what? She's crazier than the person who's selling a vagina scented candle. Yeah. Uh, she's got, yeah, she's a sex crazed, uh, should Whoa. Gavlin. Whoa, old man. She's got it going Jesus. on. Jesus. Put away your pitchfork there. <laughs> I don't know Chris say it. Like, God damn, dude. Let's All right. So let's let's actually she, uh... hear. Let's actually hear. Okay, so here it is. Here's the final from what happened in court. No. A judge accused of ethics violations has been suspended with pay until the allegations are resolved. The Judicial Conduct Commission released an order today outlining the suspension for Don Gentry. She's a family court judge in Kenton County. The commission released nine ethics complaints against Gentry in early December. She denied all of them. The accusations, including having sex with staff members in the courthouse and forcibly kissing a female lawyer who argued cases oh. in the courtroom. <laughs> Get it, girls. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, that was good. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't know what's going on. So um I don't really have anything on it, but and we don't talk a lot of politics on here, but can we talk about the uh Trump victory lap that he took yesterday? Um, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I don't not voicing it because we made the promise, man. Remember we made the promise. No politics. Well, I, I don't want to talk politics. Nope. I just want to talk about I just want to talk about the victory lap that he took in front of everyone. Oh, with the, the newspaper? That was yeah, I mean, like he came out and was blasted on all cylinders when he came out, just thanking everyone that that helped him and <laughs> Hell, he gave a damn uh he gave Rush Limbaugh a dang whatever the highest citizen deal it was is the um yeah. And then he, he acted the next day like the judge. He was like, judge, a golden gaffle. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought it was, I thought it was funny how he just came out and was like, yeah, you tried. It didn't work. I'm going to give a bird to everyone here. And then I'm going to step back here. But, you know, that's what's funny is they both kind of, the Democrats kind of did that with Pelosi tearing up her paper. She's like, F you. And he said, "F you back, and we're just right back where we started." Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I, you know, I, t- to me anymore, it's it's 
who can who can make the biggest uh, biggest vagina candle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, vagina candle. Who can make the biggest vagina candle? You win. It, and it's funny, you know. Uh, so Monica Lewinsky has made a statement that she said that she would give the uh, president a blowjob because she knows that's the only way to get someone uh, impeached. <laughs> Still didn't work though. Yeah, yeah. yeah technically, Bill Clinton hated impeach either. Uh, he resigned. Well, so here's the thing. So. And and not talking politics. Do we think this is going to happen again? This is, I think this will just keep happening over and over. No, it won't. Not impeachment think this will keep happening to I, Trump I or yeah. whoever the president is? I think that who – I think as long as we have uh, a progressive uh, president in there, whether it be Trump or whoever, um, that that is about making money and stuff, I think it's always going to be like this. Hmm. So Democrat or Republican, yeah. they're also setting a precedence for the president that if we really don't want you there, we're going to try our best yeah, to do, just yeah. compete you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, we live in a litigious society. What's going on in society is going on in the chambers now. So, absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. That I makes mean, sense. I watched, the, uh, I watched the Democratic debates before we did the show tonight, and that was just nonsense craziness. And you know, I just I feel like I, I'm I'm talking about everyone in Washington and and uh, I I think that they're completely out of touch with normal people. So there's no I, I hate politics. Uh, I know enough to not be ignorant anymore, but I, I purposely don't watch many news outlets. I'm not talking. I don't do. I, I really don't do Fox. I don't do NBC. I, I don't do anything. Yeah, proactively I think you whatsoever. do. Uh, I think you do ESPN, and that's about it. Yeah, and, and honestly, I do that on purpose because anything you hear, either side, it's so hard to decipher. When it's time that counts and it matters, I do try to do my due diligence and do what what I think's right. But through all the other stuff, as long as you know, here's the deal. Here's politics. No matter who the president is, we're responsible for our own freedom. We're responsible individually for our own rights, for our own whatever. Whoever the president is not going to make or break me. So honestly, that doesn't matter to me. I know it may make or break some people, but for me individually, it it's not going to be that big of an impact on me one way or the other because I don't put too much, um, too much into it. Now, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it because you can be helping others at the same time. I'm not going to get myself screwed over just by who's running the country. I mean, we're responsible for our own households. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel really, uh, I feel really, really American after you said that. Um, <laughs> go USA. Okay. Chris, I want to get to something that you wanted to talk about tonight. You had said that you want to talk about people at work that annoy you when they always have a story. <laughs> <laughs> so the good old spins right the, the the now let let me explain something real quick to jeff the spins are people that that we know and if you ask your wife she'll tell you who they are and everything but they have a special spot in chris's heart um, and so when you hear these stories and then chris i got a great story about you so uh tell this spin story first 
Okay. So, Mr. Sven, not Mrs. Sven, but Mr. Sven. Okay. He, uh, <laughs> he has this innate ability to try to get his self into anybody's conversation. So me and you could be talking about, I don't know, bottles of alcohol or what I did the other day or, you know, um, just, just, just something random, right? He will come in, literally make up a lie to try to, to, to incorporate himself into the conversation, knowing damn well, no, everyone knows what he's saying is a lie and keep up with the lie. So <laughs> I heard a funny story by some of our other coworkers. He'd done this in the past. So what they did was they made up a fictitious story just to see if he would keep, keep up with the lie. Where everyone else knows that the whole thing is a lie in the first place. So he would come in and the first thing he did was like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I've done that before. And then we just stopped and looked at him and then they start giggling and keep going with the story. So that's one of my pet peeves about people at work. It's just, <clears throat> you don't have to be in, in, involved with every conversation at work, nor do you have to lie. But Finn has a special place in my heart because he's just an annoying person in, in the general. So they set now. him up on fake stories? Oh, yeah. Like they, yeah. they say and he was involved with or? No, no, no. So you'd be like, you'd be like hey, did you go on that, that helicopter ride downtown for like $20? He was like, oh, yeah, I, I've been on a helicopter ride for $20. Like, he'll just make up something just so he can be involved in the conversation. And he's there, just no staying there and just staying there. No, 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 it's just him making up something to, to be incorporated in the conversation. So and he's, he's the like, guy, if you caught a bass that day this big, he caught one that big the same day. <clears throat> I'll, I'll take it a step further. He not only caught a bass, he caught it like a bear does. <laughs> Yeah, he caught the bass with his bare hands. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with Chris about that. Yeah, yeah, that's so fucking. I know. I don't know if anyone's watching this who has coworkers like this, but if you do, you should totally keep up a story just to see how far they will go. See how far they go with it before you're just like, before you're like, yo, dude, I was just fucking with you this whole time just to catch my life. I, I watched an episode the other night on Howard Stern, a rerun on. I forgot what the guy's name is, but they, they made, he was saying the word uh, retain, but attain wrong. And they had this thing going for like 10 minutes and they, he was so retarded. They wouldn't even tell him what he was, it, but I understand what you're saying. He couldn't figure it out. It was gold. Yeah. Solid. So Finn has this horrible way of doing that. So like, you, you'll be like, um, he's, a, he's the, he's the one up guy. He's totally the one up guy. You'd be like, yeah, I want I want a bash or I want um, uh, what is it called when you go uh, uh, wakeboarding? Yeah, I went wakeboarding on the, on the lake with the family. Oh yeah, you know I I was on two wake boats and I you know he's that guy. I got they're like Jesus Christ, man! Like relax over there, dude. Like so, yeah, he's just one of those people who's just like, oh God, why do I work with this guy every day? And I haven't pushed you into traffic. Like goddamn. So that was just my. My little rant. So at the same rant. time, they could be wildly entertaining if you like y'all are using it properly now. I mean, to a point. To a point, it just gets sad. You're like, I don't even want to fuck with you anymore because you're you're that stupid that you don't realize I'm making fun of you. Like, it's like people. They need approval, man. They need approval and friends. They they need approval yeah, from. I'm everybody. good on that. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what else to say to people like that. I just, I just, I just feel like doing that rant. People like that just drives me fucking nuts. Like, you don't have to impress everybody, dude. 
you know. <laughs> well, I want to I want to tell a good story about uh, Chris from this week. Um, it, it was so great. He won the day, and I've told him this already. He won the day. So <coughs> we had an exercise at work where he had to tell a true story and a fake story. And we had to figure out which one was true and which one was fake. So he comes in, he tells these two stories and, you know, we, we ask him a couple questions and stuff. And so we're like, okay, so which one was true? He was like, Oh, I made them both up. <laughs> they were like, the point was to make a real one and a fake one. He was like, Oh shit. Um, all right. I'll be back in a minute. He leaves the room, and I told him I would have paid money for him to come back in and gone. Uh, yeah, they're both real. Just to, I I was like, you got to be kidding me. But he, he couldn't but, tell the difference. Though. Did one seem real and one seem fake? Were they the same? Um, you know, they were they were a little hard to tell. Uh, I I what I thought was funny though was that in true Chris fashion. They were like, so which one's real, which one's fake? And he's like, yeah, they're they're both fake. I was like, <laughs> no, you're impressed by the way I blew it off like that. That's what you're impressed. And, and they're about. like, but that wasn't the point. He's like, yeah, that was my point. <laughs> Check so, <in> mate. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, anything else happened exciting this week? Um, coronavirus is pretty much taken over the world now. I think I got it. Coronavirus. I think I'm, I think I'm dying slowly of it. You know, is it, isn't it just flu symptoms? That's yeah, all it is. So, just well, flu symptoms? so the whole thing is they're saying like, like I don't know. There's like however many confirmed cases. Like thirty-one thousand people die from the flu every year. What? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you, speaking of that, there is a there's a documentary on Netflix called Pandemic, and it is it is frightening to think that we're all gonna die. That Why I mean that's like that? that's the whole point so of the documentary was just to tell us you're gonna die in China. Well, no, did you? Huh? Or the flu? No, but it's it's supposed to be like flu-like symptoms, so you don't even know you have it until like it's too late. Well, you know, the guy that, that gave the warning, uh, I have this pulled up. The guy that gave the warning about the coronavirus died. It's oh, the coronavirus? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it's so crazy. Did they ever find out a, did they find out a vaccine for it? Or is it, or is it still going, mean, uh, going? Say that on one more time. I'm reading the timeline. Is it, did they, did they, did they figure out a vaccine for it yet, or is it still just going rampant in China? I, I think it is. So uh, I'm going to play. This is only a minute long. I'm going to play uh, this thing about the Wuhan doctor, uh, the one that, that like gave the warning about it. Like, yo, that motherfucker's sick. It says anger and grief over Chinese doctor's death.
guess what they're mad about is so he was the one that that kind of brought up the idea that the coronavirus and he got in trouble from his upper echelon uh, was he like a scientist somewhere and this happened and like he was in laboratory? he was actually in china no i'm asking was this virus like in a in a in a laboratory somewhere you know, and then they got escaped out or what like you know I haven't heard what it is. Now they're they're saying, and I, I brought this up too, that the, um, the coronavirus is like, I think. Uh, let's see. It says thirty-one thousand are confirmed. Um, six thirty-six deaths. Yeah, six hundred thirty-six deaths and thirty-one thousand one hundred sixty-one cases confirmed. And everyone's kind of freaking out. But if you ask around the medical world, like thirty-one thousand people die of the flu every year. So yeah, that's, maybe, that's not even a lot. So evidently, got on a Japan cruise ship too. Like, oh, I saw that where they detained it in the port, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. everyone's stuck on this ship." Yep. And now they're down to like, I think they're down to like seven people that they're quarantining from that. They're watching. So it's like the flu? Is so it, is it just as aggressive or that's what? what I I, Chris, I don't know. Maybe you can describe it better because I, I don't really I, know I heard what it, it was presents like, as. flu-like symptoms, but a little bit more aggressive. And like, you really don't know what it is until like you're, you're like, you got it. And then they, they quarantine you. But you know where they, a lot of these diseases are coming from, right? No. A, lot of this, a lot of this stuff is like bacteria and shit that's been frozen in the glaciers for like thousands of years that we oh no. we never had this to sounds, deal with. Listen, so now I'm going to tell you, this bro, sounds suspiciously you, like conspiracy I'm theory. You, I'm telling you. No, okay. it's, it's, you it's need to proven. make a disclaimer. You Listen, you're okay. sounding a little okay. crazy. Disclaimer. You're, you're, disclaimer. you're sounding a disclaimer. little. Okay. I'm sober and I'm saying this. So. Okay. There, that's my disclaimer. Okay, now that, let's hear your that theory. Is but <laughs> that a lot of bacteria that was in, frozen in the glaciers for thousands of years that it skipped human evolution and shit like that that we never brought a, uh, a defense up to. So now that a lot of the global warming's happening, you know, all this shit's happening, the glaciers are melting, all that bacteria is kind of escaping because viruses don't die; they just go dormant. So what's happening is we're getting all these diseases popping out of nowhere and maybe maybe that corona was made with one of them mm. but that's just that's just a theory, a theory. Maybe, maybe some you know maybe some deep frost has thawed out so much back up in alaska um you know like it's just maybe bear and zemo and Hydra is, is letting, off, letting off all these diseases so they can uh, take over the world. Hell Hydra. So, <laughs> Hell Hydra. That's a comic book reference. No, <laughs> I, I got you. So, this started at some seafood market in... In Wuhan, right? Wuhan, yeah. Yeah. They said yeah. they're eating yeah, some shit. <laughs> you know, My what, wife and I went to... controversial about Dr. Dying. It was about... They were didn't want to really make people panic, but the doctor decided, hey, this is serious enough. I need to record a video, I think. Well, so here's my question. So it started, and you said a seafood market, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone in this group been to San Francisco okay. before? Oh, yeah. No. Pier 49, right? Yeah. Have you ever been there, Chris? No. Okay. Uh, ever been to Chinatown, Jeff? Yeah. That is the craziest place I've ever been in my yep. life. Like. Yep. 
I can absolutely, if in America, in, uh, in Chinatown, in the seafood market area, if they have the things the way they have there in China, I can absolutely see s something spreading through a market. Oh, there because, yeah. I mean, it was just like people walking. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like restaurants and stuff. No, it's just people walking up, putting their hands on the meat. And oh, yeah. It's gross. I was like, no, 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 no. Yep. Cause we went no, there. Cause I'm good on that. that yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we went There's there. There's a couple of chihuahuas hanging. Yeah. We, we, we were, we went down there thinking we were going to get some food and we started walking around and like, people, like hell no. Yeah. Because here's what I'm they thinking. They said they were eating like, they said those people were eating bats and, and like really exotic animals and was it Wuchang? Yeah. They're saying that that might be one of the problems that they're eating all that exotic meat out there and it's, yeah. uh, it got them affected with something. I, I heard that, uh, that uh, no joke, that, that they were eating like bat soup. That was like yeah. the big, I don't know. But Maybe I'm just not about it, It's been going on for thousands of years. Maybe It's been going on for thousands of years. Why now is it a epidemic kicking off but once again we get back to the question is it really an epidemic Thirty-one thousand people die no. of the flu every year but it's i think it's just because it's a new <laughs> epidemic that could be just as dangerous that you know that's going to get us hi yeah, people know. that died the 600 people that died were they did they say they were old and young or, you know i don't think that they've really the i don't think that they've really gone into um the age groups yeah age groups and broken it down into because i think that it's it's like happening so fast everything with it like right now they're working 24 hours a day in in china building these super hospitals um oh, to, to put the people into so they're working <laughs> literally 24 hours a day trying to build these hey, super hospitals this the scariest part is i don't know if you can see that map but the red dots are how all it's spreading and that's that's freaking asia pretty much so that's yeah. And they're Mongolia, saying 27. South Korea, Tokyo, Shanghai. I mean, it's all over China, just all over the continent almost. And that, and that, and here's the thing about that. So you have it all there now, but you've got international travelers that are going to be coming yeah. international flights are traveling they, all they, over. Yeah. Are they quarantining the flights? They're shutting down airports. The, Only they're talking certain about how ones. dangerous it is. Yep. I'm sure they're, they're looking at people. I'm sure they're looking at people who are making connecting flights and stuff like that. I'm sure. Well, and and I thought it was funny. Like they they uh, they brought some some. So one, they're doing like that, uh, like the laser uh, scan on the head to check the core temperature mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But then all I saw in the beginning, mm -hmm. and it, it might be different now, but all I saw in the beginning was. They were making uh, anyone coming from uh, ports in China and stuff like that wear, to wear masks. That's all I saw, <laughs> which I don't think that mask mm. is going to do anything. And I got to tell you, when I see someone wearing a mask in an <coughs> airport, whether they're sick or whether they're not trying to get sick, I don't care either way. Oh, I see. This this says... I'm trying to get the fuck away from Possibly yeah. came from cream of some young guy. Oh, boom! They can't. Oh, sorry. That's fucked up. It is. You might want to. That was a. Uh, all right. All right. That was. That was okay. That was an okay joke. It was okay. 
Keep, keep up with your day job, man. Keep it, your yeah. day job. It wasn't. It I'm wasn't drinking, man. I'm just saying. It wasn't yeah. great. That was a super dad joke right there, though. Yeah, that was a super dad joke. That's like a letter Kenny, your your dad, <laughs> oh, type type shit. Like that was yeah. a, that was a bad dad joke. Thank you. That's what I was going for. No problem, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, anybody else got anything going on this week? Anything anybody wants to talk about? What about this this whole ranking of top favorite cereals? Oh, yeah. So, let's get into that. I say we only do the top 10 because the top 50 really isn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah, too many different variations. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, let me, um, that guy's are really excited over that. Seriously? Oh, absolutely. Dude, I love cereal. I, I, I tore down cereals. Do y'all even butter. eat cereal? You know, that's cereal. Peanut butter grains. It was good. Mm, all right, here we go. <laughs> what was your last? What was the last cereal you ate? Okay. I ate Frankenberry at Halloween. Let me just get this straight before you pull the list up. Here's my top two: Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch. That's how it starts. That's how it ends. Boom. Period in the story. Chris, you want to weigh in on this before we get into this? Nah, I'll pass. Okay. I'll let you Chris, ask you don't like cereal? One. I'm not a big cereal eater, man. I mean, what I was eat your it, cereal growing up? Everything. What would you go with? Um, I think it was Fruity Pebbles. That's solid. But don't quote me on that. You, you know where that falls on the list? <coughs> Number eight. <coughs> Number Fruity eight. Pebbles. That's insane. That means... All right, so let's start what, with... <clears throat> Let's start with Raisin number ten. Is number eleven, cocoa puffs. Number ten, cocoa puffs. <sighs> Chocolate, solid. The milk's good after you eat it. It's all good. Okay, I I will counter that by saying cocoa puffs are shit. Cocoa pebbles are good. <laughs> okay, I don't like the puff, but I was, I agree with that. If I'm not mistaken, cocoa pebbles, as you'll find out, is really high on the list. Okay. Uh, puffins. I've never heard of that. I've never had puffins. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had peanut yeah, peanut butter puffins. I've never heard of that. Nope. Uh, I don't think that's a okay. That Fruity Pebbles. Good. We got number eight. Fruity that Pebbles. That's that's my number one. Okay. That's I Golden I would Grams. say that's my number one. Golden Grams. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Good. Uh, honey bunches of oats. Honey roasted. I don't know. That seems that seems high on the list, though. I do think it's too high. I like it. It's too high. I would put that at twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, maybe. middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, count, count Chocula. Every year at Halloween, we have in our house Frankenberry. No, you don't. The, the no, fuck don't. we don't. Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Booberry. Every single <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> is Count Chocula good? Uh, Count Chocula is delicious. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, never had it. Say that again, Chris. Uh, so you're gonna have diabetes by the end of your life. No, 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 no. <laughs> what did I say? At Halloween, I have... have some left over. So you throw it out all the out. As yeah. As the day uh, yeah. Over. After Halloween's over, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it loses its thunder after Halloween. Yeah, I think so. Okay. The next one on the list I have to really argue with. 
Lucky Charms. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here. Lucky Charms. I totally agree. Too many. I don't agree with that. That's what it's like 48. Yeah. I, a matter of fact, I'll go as far as saying this. Maybe it's out on a ledge, but I'll go as far as saying this. Lucky Charms, there's nothing good about them. Nope. I don't like the marshmallows. I don't Too like sweet. the regular cereal. I don't like that little character. No. Nope. You don't like the leprechaun? Yeah. No, I don't No, I don't like anything about Lucky Charms. So I'm going to put them way at the top of my list. Yeah. Like I, I'm going to put them around 45 to 50. Yeah. I concur. Scroll up, scroll up some more. Frosted mm. Flakes. <coughs> Get the fuck out of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's not number one. That can't be. Uh, I, I will tell you this. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is pretty badass. It is badass. Over Cocoa Pebbles? Oh, yeah, know, definitely over Cocoa Pebbles. Not over Fruity Pebbles, but definitely over Cocoa Pebbles. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is legit, though. It's yeah, good. absolutely. I never liked that cereal. I never liked it. Yeah. Do you like cinnamon? No, not really. Okay. I'll tell you what's good in this. Cut up some bananas and cinnamon toast crunch. It's the bomb. Ew, that, I hate bananas. What, what are you doing? That's crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy talk. Why would you put fruit, healthy so fruits have in you heard cereal? the, the new books. craze that's going around to put ice in your cereal? Uh, why would people do stupid why? shit? Why do people do stupid because shit? Because it makes your milk super cold. Hmm. Why do I want milk super cold? Gene Simmons is who started it. Hmm. Well, tell them to stop. Tell them to stop it right now. Uh, Isn't he part of your generation? <clears throat> you know what? You're not that much younger. Than us. <laughs> All right. Actually, so let, I am. Let, let's go. We, we moved through that list a little quicker than I thought. So let's go up here real quick. Shredded wheat. No, I love no. frosted shredded wheat. No, Grape nuts. They still make that shit. Oh, Peanut, hey, are... Captain. Hey, where was Captain Crunch on the list? By the way, uh, I think it's down here a little bit. Hold on. Peanut butter, Captain. It's, it's right by the diabetes. <laughs> I agree. I don't eat cereal much anymore, but when I do, <coughs> oh, Captain Crunch is seventeen. Yeah, it's definitely a top ten. Yeah, I think definitely, I that, definitely no in the way. top fifteen is because. 16. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios beating Captain Crunch. Now, here's the only problem, and, and someone pointed this out to me today. The only problem with Captain Crunch is you can only eat one bowl of it because it screws the mouth up oh, yeah. extremely oh, yeah. bad. It's like yeah, eating it'll, it'll uh, stalactites. Yeah, it, it cuts it'll, your mouth open. Your but here's the deal. Here's the deal with Double Captain Crunch. I like getting it to like give it soak in there for about five minutes, get it a little bit tad soggy, and then eat it. That's what you do. Five minutes. Yeah. Jesus. Got a little marinade a little bit. <clears throat> well, so Honey here's what they say about Captain Crunch. Frosted mini wheats. Get the fuck out of here. Frosted mini wheats are delicious. I love them. They yeah, they make uh, they make a, a diet. So yeah, you would say that. They make well. I can't eat any of them now because it's carbs. So, uh, uh, they make a strawberry and a blueberry gross. one that is phenomenal. Oh, that's gross. She used to be so gross. All right, so let's move up the list. Have you like, tried these? Used to uh, my mouth dry as I eat it with milk. Here's <laughs> here's another horrible one. Tricks. How this got on the list, I don't know. Tricks are for kids. Yeah, they're not good. Corn pops. How did they get on the list? Oh, they're just terrible. I used to eat corn pops. Ooh, Apple Jacks. Terrible. Apple Jacks are number 20. Hmm. Let's look at this Tricks commercial for a second. 
No. Like in 19, I was born in that. Tricks left, where zillions of other rabbits offered him sweet food. At last, sweet, delicious tricks. The fruity part of my complete breakfast. Wow, delicious, yummy, awesome. Hey, rabbit, can I? Okay, let me hold this for a second. Did you see the fruit flavors that it was showing? Those aren't cereal flavors. <laughs> who the fuck makes a grape cereal flavor? Uh, people who make grape nuts as a cereal. Uh, that's. Have you ever seen a grape nut? No, I'm just throwing shit out there. Bear in mind, this <coughs> this whole deal was <coughs> made by people who want a rabbit to eat cereal. So, I mean, none of this shit makes sense. Yeah, but he goes crazy oh, for the. Fuck. Come on, man! He goes crazy for the the tricks. What <laughs> yeah, happened? So does people. Meth heads go crazy. What happened to Jeff? Meth heads go crazy for. Did, did he uh, say something and I missed it? Who, Jeff? Yeah. Where'd he go? I don't know. It's like he passed out or something. <laughs> he, he pulled. He pulled what I did. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, he's gone, gone. Yeah, uh, he got mad. I, I he got mad because his, okay. his cereal wasn't on the list. What up? Uh, what happened to you, man? You had to go to the bathroom. Yep. Yep. It happens to us older guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so I wanted to show you forty-eight and forty-seven. Frank Blueberry and Frankenberry, and and let me take it a step further. I not only buy the cereal every Halloween, I buy the fruit roll-ups because <laughs> they're delicious. The boy, boy, you're like a Halloween guy. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. Like, can we, aren't you like Mr. Halloween? Yeah, like, you go yeah. all out, right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, most definitely. Yeah, the house gets completely really? decorated. Ugh. I put a big movie screen out in front and play Halloween movies all night. Uh, we hand out serious? candy. Oh, absolutely. Do you, you know what? Do you have the punch that has like the nitroglycerin with like the stuff come down and you serve? You, you mean dry ice, not nitroglycerin. I'm not trying to kill anybody. I'm just trying to make the liquid cold. <laughs> nitroglycerin. <laughs> nitroglycerin. Hey kids, oh, come shit. over to our house. We'll kill everyone that comes over. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so, a Halloween. You'll never. So you be like that. What was that preacher that served the Kool Aid? Uh, Jim Jones. Don't Jim Jones all those kids. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> um, yeah. So on Halloween, we we completely do the outside. We build graveyards outside the house. There's a big projector screen that plays Halloween movies. Um, there's there's all kinds of lights on the house. We hand out candy like, all night. Do you just make a uh, Halloween jokes all day? No, no. Who would joke about Halloween? <laughs> Yeah, no. I love Halloween. It's my favorite. And then, of course, my wife takes over for Christmas, and we do huge. Well, you've seen it. it. We do huge for Christmas too. So, oh Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, it it. I love it. So, uh, grape nuts. I think they're a little too high on the list. I enjoy a bowl of grape nuts. See, they're grape flavored. I, I like uh, granola. Yeah. Okay, that's a joke, Chris. They're not grape flavored pebbles. They do not taste like grapes. They taste like wheat. Oh. And it oh. says that it'll start off your day oh, on the worst foot. Nuts, They're good for bowel movements. They, they, they are definitely nuts, good for that. Isn't that like, 
that, that, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hey, let's talk about this dude. First of all, I couldn't do this. A man comes down from pole after 78 days in a barrel. This dude in South Africa stayed up 82 feet on a pole in a like a whiskey barrel for 70 freaking how many 78 days what the f what the fuck hold on maybe Uh, maybe want to get away from his wife (laughs) he broke the world record but like poop shit eat like you know what's up with that no, I think they stay up there. I'm I'm trying to find it because yeah. I know you sent me that one. Yeah, man comes. Yeah, it's on uh, the it's UPI. called UPI. Yeah, uh, give me just a second. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, he broke his own world record. Good for him. Oh gosh, that's terrible. I'm trying to find it so I can bring it. Okay, here we go. Man comes down from pole after 78 days in barrel. But what? Let me ask. Could you guys do that? No. Who would want to do that? I can't hardly just sit still in a room, much less a barrel. Yeah, there, there's no way I could do that. 82-foot pole, and I wouldn't be up that high in a barrel. Oh, he, he does have, like, a piss hole in He does have a... Where do you see that? I'm watching the video. There's, like, a tank that goes all the way down. That must be his, like, built-in sewage system. I guess he has a pulley. He can pull up food and crap. Yeah, I can see the pulley right there. Um, do you did you ever watch Mash? Yeah, some. Not that was a little bit before my time, but yeah. Remember, remember when Klinger? Well, I watched it because I was in the army. But when Klinger set up on the pole, and he said, "If I sit up here for so many days, you'll kick me out. You can say I'm crazy and kick me out, but he couldn't make it up there. There's no <laughs> way. I couldn't. Let me. Uh, I can play the the news report. How long is it? It's like two minutes. Okay. It's a world record that arguably nobody knows. But South African Vernon Kruger is ready to beat it by spending more than two months perched in a barrel hoisted 25 meters above the ground. <laughs> the old professional scuba diver is trying to make his own record for the longest human stay perched in a barrel. In 1997, Kuga spent 67 days and 14 minutes on the barrel. I say I hate this guy's voice. 22 years later, Guinness asked him to beat his own record, which is still unbeaten. Beating this barrel is not very easy. I've had a lot of cramps and pain in my back since I've been up here. It's a very small place to curl up in, and I have to lie in a few deep in a I do uh, wash. I have a little basin that I fit in here, and then I wash, say, twice a week, I'll have a bath. 
So on the 14th, Vernon Koga was hoisted onto a 500-litre wine barrel on top of a 25-metre mast for a state that he knew from experience was very challenging. <laughs> it does get a bit frustrating up here, especially because I can't do anything for myself. I have to rely on the ground crew. That's like two months. I have to rely on other people yeah. for absolutely. <coughs> his ordeal is almost over. By Monday, he will have broken his own record. But he has not said what day he's coming off the pole as yet. Come after Paul. If we can say so, Vernon is not coming down when he breaks his record, which is Monday. He is not coming down. He's going to stay a little longer. We haven't been given a date, which we're concerned about because we've got to get him down. I've got to organize that. Okay. We're going to continue on with this in a second. But it just said these two were the organizers. Their asses are on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I've got to get him down. Why'd you put him up there in the first place? All right. Ah, uh, that's crazy. Kuga is planning to extend his ordeal by a few more days to support engineers for children relief and epilepsy, for which he raises funds. Plus, to keep his name in the Guinness Book of World Records. That's the craziest. So let me ask you guys. I'll let it finish. Go ahead. No, it's it's over. Go ahead. It's over. So yeah. you know what? There's a lot of people that are. They look up these weird Guinness records that are somewhat attainable, I guess. And they try to identify them so they can say they're... There's these people that they do it a lot. They identify these unorthodox deals just to get their name. Like, there's got to be three or four in there that you that we could all have a Guinness World Record of. I, I found one. It's funny that you say that because I found this one about this guy that... He took a 20 pound, this is a recent one. He took a 20 pound kettlebell and switched it back and forth between his hands a record number a hundred times in 15 seconds. Yeah, it's like a total random record. Give us a world record. Yeah. <coughs> we, could, we could have the longest continuous running podcast at one time, but Chris would fall asleep. Oh yeah, I would. I would not be a part of that. <laughs> Why not? I don't. I don't need my name written for a hundred thousand dollars a piece. No, I'm good. You guys got it. All right. So, <clears throat> I found the ten stupidest world records. <laughs> number one: most number of candles extinguished by a fart. By a vagina. Mm. A fart, man. Jesus. I know, but John get it? Come on. All right, here. Uh, actually, hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, well, I can clearly see you two are because you're watching this. So, <coughs> let's see that. Oh, it's most candles extinguished by farts, not one continuous fart. <laughs> Hardest oh, kick to the growing 22 miles an hour. <laughs> it says it's 1,100 pounds of force. Why you would do that, I don't know. I'm definitely not playing that one. That's the loudest scream, 129 decibels. It's by kid. I believe that. Fastest bed maker. 
74 seconds. Oh, man. I don't know. <sighs> Most snails on face. What? That's what it says. Most snails on face. Most number of watermelons sliced open on someone's stomach in one minute. Man eats entire Cessna, 150 pieces. What? Oh, Chris, here's one for you. Largest dog wedding, 178 couples. Well, I think for me. Well, you, you have a dog. You, you like dogs and stuff. I don't like him that much to spend money for him to get wed. Uh, man spent 16 years typing out numbers from one to one million. Oh, uh, no way. Man with most number of stupid world records. Yeah, that guy. Ashrita Furman. And uh, I'm trying to think. He has 551 records. That's pretty impressive. And on that, <laughs> and on that note, uh, Aha, see, I tricked Chris. What did I did do? You, did you blow your nose? Yeah, I, mean, I had to. You? <laughs> Couldn't breathe. <laughs> Chris, anything else you want yeah. to talk about, man? No, I'm good, man. I got to get over this flu or whatever this shit is. It's coronavirus. <laughs> well, you got it too, so because we're all working in the same office, so. Uh, Jeff, anything else? I, I've liked your. Uh, did you you did bring up your um, the the couple that was like ninety years old that won the lottery? Yeah. When I read that article, I was like, "Well, they can't even enjoy it." Yeah, I was kind of pissed off. I was like, "Damn, I could go on somebody else." Have uh, you ever uh, Have you ever watched that show about the lottery winners? Yes, that's oh. fascinating. They mostly all end in suicides. Suicides and and they they get they spook their money in like three years and they're done. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they definitely don't know how to handle money. Uh, and, and a couple other shows that I'm just going to put out there to you guys if you want to watch. Uh, I'm watching right now Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh, I you know what? My wife doesn't like watching that. It grosses her out. What? You're talking about like the 500 pound or 1,000 pound girls? Yeah, one 600 pounds, one 400 pounds. <laughs> we watched something that was like a 600 pound woman. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, and 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 my second choice would be called uh, it's called a hot and heavy, and it is a <laughs> it's a couple, one that is morbidly obese and one partner that is they say incredibly hot really it's a train wreck <laughs> hot and heavy I but the it. but the thousand pound sisters is it's crazy man like they're trying to get gastric bypass <laughs> and and they're one weighs 600 pounds huh and they do fat for that <laughs> yeah too fat for that yeah so the so the whole show is based on them like losing the weight to to get Just to the gastric bypass right yeah. so to shrink their liver to get to a healthy weight well that can right so so they have to lose this much weight well one like i said one sister's 600 one sister's 400 and so there's a there's a a sizable difference in what they have to do 
to yeah. get the surgery, right? And so one sister makes it, of course, the smaller one makes it to getting the surgery before the bigger one does. And it, I'm telling you, fire on the wings, plane oh, crash. Man. Oh, man, it it is excellent TV. Jealousy. Okay. So Thousand Pound Sister is hot and heavy. Chris, uh, I knew you were going to watch these, right? Oh, you know. You know, you know go on Viceland. There's one called, uh, uh, it was called, uh, Slut Ever? Oh, I saw it, I saw something like that. What it's called what is Slut Ever. That? And I, I, I just curiously my wife probably even clicked on it together and it's about this. Oh, wait thing. a minute, wait a minute. Let me stop you right there. You <laughs> said my wife and I clicked on it together. Well, I started watching it first and I had to admit I was Okay, so you so, did yeah. not click on it together then. Well, maybe I clicked on it first and I told her about it. So, um, but it's interesting. I guess it's kind of a female's version, like the first uh, uh, episodes, like, why can't females have a happy ending? A guy can go to a rub and tug and blah, blah, blah. Why can't females do that too? It's kind of her search for that. But she kind of does it with a different type of sexual deal, like cannabis and sex and um, lifestyle slaves, you know, BDSM. <coughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, I'm really not into any of that that's like okay so 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 week by week we find out the guys in this group's fetish uh we found out chris's was anime um and now we found out yours is like bdsm and stuff no it's really not no no really not it isn't daddy no <laughs> All right, and on that note, I'm going to bed. <laughs> going to bed with those nightmares. <laughs> Are you out of here, man? Yeah, I gotta get some sleep, man. All right, man, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, Good night, sweet guys. chocolate. <laughs> Jesus, I'll talk to you guys later, man. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right, so um, I think that uh, I think that went well. Let me do the let me do the closing, but I'm going to keep you on, and then we'll yeah. talk for a few minutes. So, hey guys, uh, we just kind of covered everything we wanted to talk about. Uh, you probably like some of it. You probably didn't like some of it. We're still working out the kinks of the show, so make sure that you join us each week. Uh, we have six five star reviews on iTunes, which means that we pretty much run Apple now. Um, uh, and I, I think that it only goes up from here. I've put it out to everyone I know to go check out the show. I think you guys should keep checking it out. Eventually we're going to go live with the show. So guys, thanks for stopping by listening to us ramble on. This has been dads that drink. I'm DJ. That's Jeff. Chris already went to bed. This is the double speak studios and this is what we do. We'll catch you on the next one guys. See you later.